And now on the Irish NFL show, we're going to go back into our week one picks and we're going to do something uh, a little bit different this year. Uh, we, uh, we have never done this before, so it's going to be a bit of crack. We're going to do a quick fire game each where one person talks about the game and then uh, we're all going to give a one word answer on who's going to win. There's going to be like, oh no, you can't say it. No, it's just one word answers. The column. You're going to start off uh, by explaining this game, Eagles at the Lions, and then we'll get maybe one word after and give our thoughts on who's going to win. But the the uh, the floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, um, there's no more standing outside waiting for the gates to open, man. We're going in, and so now there's nowhere to run. Is that the dude from Big Lebowski or, or is it Dan Campbell? It's Dan Campbell and Dan Campbell better hope there's nowhere for the Eagles to run because they ran, ran, ran all over this Lions side last year. And while I think the Lions are, are building and I like you know a lot of the moves that they have made, I wonder how much better they're going to be against the run. Ian Hutchinson was brought in for his pass rushing um, ability. Uh, so it'll be interesting to to see the Eagles obviously want to move more to a more balanced uh, offense in terms of the the passing game Um, but this might be one where they kind of lean into uh, the run I think I I am really interested to see what uh, Jordan Davis can do this will be a lot closer than it was last year when the Eagles had entirely their their own way and they probably could have won by even more uh, than they did um the, we will see growth from the Lions, I believe, this year, but we will also see growth from this uh, Eagles team that did so much in the, the offseason. I have the Eagles starting um, this 1-0. This was the game, really, that turned their season around where they found their identity last year alongside that game against the, the Broncos. And I think this is a game where it kind of kickstarts their, their season this year. Brian, are, are you with us? Oh yeah, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Eagles at Lions, so we're, we're going to get our picks. One word answers. Brian, who's going to win? Uh, the Lions are going to win. Marcus? Eagles. Eagles, fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, Brian, you're going to talk to us about the biggest matchup America's game in a week. The Bears uh, hosting the Niners. It would be good fun now if the Bears were going to San Francisco at uh, 10 in the morning, but I, I'd be up for that for the crack. I spoke to a number of Bears fans this week. This is this is this is the interesting part. So Mark has gone with the Patriots to win the game, and I genuinely believe he's gone for it because of the love that in which he has for the Patriots, as opposed to actually reality. And you know, there's other teams who put up a reason as to why they think their team will win this weekend. But like myself, I'll put up theories as to why how I think the Giants go in. But I know what the reality is. The Bears fans said to me consistently, three or four guys don't know each other. The Bears are going to win nine games this year, and the Bears are definitely going to win on Sunday. And the Bears players know it, the fans know it, everybody knows it, but everybody just can't see it. I can't see it either, because I'm looking at what they have on offense, and yeah, they've got some nice wide receivers there. You know, there was at one stage in the off in the off season, they had something like seven or eight wide receivers they're working with. But on Sunday, they're going to go with Mooney. In fairness, he's he's had a good two years in the league. Pringle, who's a good player, they brought him off from the Chiefs. He was a good free agency pickup, and Venus Jones, the rookie, who in fairness has done really well. And I said, okay, fair enough, I, I get all that. And Justin Fields, just, you know, looks like he's into this offense. And then I look at this 49ers defense, which was the third best defense in the league. And you've got Nick Bosa, you've got Drake Johnson, the new rookie who everybody's raving about, saying he's going to be really explosive. And on Sunday in his own way, he'll probably have a great game. And you might even oversh- overshadow Nick Bosa going up against this offensive line, which we've spoken about, 
that the Bears have not really done much to address. And ultimately, that's what I think this game is going to come down to. You know, Debo Samuel's back. He's signed the contract. He's he's open to playing this dual position. He had 171 yards when he played here last year on six catches. I have a feeling we're going to see something along those lines on Sunday. And for whilst we challenged uh, Colm because he loves Trey Lance and Mark seems to have a thing about the 49ers in terms of them going to the Super Bowl, I'm not convinced by him. Colm, or sorry, Michael, I know you're not convinced by him, but on Sunday, I don't think he's going to have to do a lot to win this game. For me, this is a comfortable win for the 49ers. Column one word. Niners. Niners. Mark. Mooney sounds like a true man. Niners every day of the week. Mark, uh, you're looking at the. Why are we? Why are we not previewing the Jags and the Commanders in full? Mark, if the Commanders get off to a good start with Carson Wentz, if he finds his confidence. And the division that they're in, surely that will help, no? Will Please balance, feel free to talk about your preview. It will balance itself over the course of the season, Michael. I, Michael, I, I think your career in stand-up comedy could be could be set. I mean, starting with that just statement about if Carson Wentz starts really strongly, it's, it's not going to happen. Carson Wentz is another mistake by the commanders. Um, we... We're very fortunate to interview Ron Rivera at the Super Bowl, obviously, in SoFi. Great guy, great guest. But, you know, this is the one of the biggest mistakes they've made. Everyone thinks maybe we can, you know, rectify and recover Carson Wentz's confidence from that amazing rookie season he had. More and more, that looks like the mirage and everything else looks like the reality. Um, I just can't see it. I, look, don't get me wrong. The commander's team has talent. I mean, you just look along that D-line. I mean, Chase Young is out for a while. I still think he's going to come back even stronger and brighter and better than ever. But Sweat, Allen, and Payne along that D-line, that is quite literally sweat and pain anytime you're going up against that uh, defensive line in the first instance. But I just don't see it. I mean, the commanders uh, last year... We had high hopes from them. I think we all picked them to win the division on the back of their performance two years ago, and they disappointed significantly. I don't see that they've improved on a roster since then. I think there is a lot of gaps. Whereas on the Jags side, you can see great opportunity. Why? Well, one, they went 3-14 and 14 last year. Two, they got rid of Urban Meyer. Yeah, that's an instant improvement. And three, just think about it in one instance, they're going to start three first-rounders in their first game uh, on um, Sunday. The two they drafted this year, and of course, Travis Etienne, who missed all of last season with an injury. So Etienne being paired up with Trevor Lawrence is exciting for me and worth the money alone. I think Trayvon Walker, I just can't wait to see him on a, on a field, see how he performs in that regard. I do think he's going to be successful in my pick for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, and overall, maybe it's just the spirit of optimism, but I, I'm going with the Jacks in this. I see that they have the momentum. They actually, when you compare the rosters, probably have better talent in a revenge Claxon, Brandon Scherf, who is a guard at Washington, is over now with Jacksonville, hoping to shore up that offensive line. Um, and there are always stories within stories, but them for those reasons alone, uh, I think Trevor Lawrence has enough to handle that pressure from that uh, D-line. And once he handles that, the game is no more. Jags to start with a positive spin on the season. Tom. Jags. Brian. Jags because they're going in the right direction as opposed to the Carson Wentz story. Michael is selecting Washington. Okay. Um, 
I am going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. For some reason, I thought this game was actually in Indy, but it's not. It's in Houston. Uh, obviously, the biggest story in the offseason is Matt Ryan going from the Falcons to the Colts. Uh, that same week where Twitter were convinced that Deshaun Watson was going to Atlanta. It worked out well for them in the end. Uh, the reality is Matt Ryan, uh, who has 59,000 passing yards in his career, gets one more shot at a ring. Uh, whether people want to believe that or not, you know, he's got Jonathan Taylor there for a start. Jonathan Taylor last year was unreal. He's He had, two, he had 2,100 scrimmage yards last year, but only 18 on a rush. I have him going under, or I sorry, I have him going over 2,000 rushing yards this season, um, even with Matt Ryan having the ball more. It's going to be intriguing to see how they play as an offense with how Carson Wentz, and that defense with DeForest Buckner is going to be just on fire. Uh, that being said, I was very, very harsh on the Texans last year. I liked Lovey Smith. Davis Mills is an intriguing talent. Let's see what he can do. He's got decent legs on him, uh, and he's got a couple of targets to throw to, like Brandon Cooks. So it's amazing if you put a guy like Davis Mills out and give him some targets. Um, it'll be good to see what happens. Uh, I've got the Colts winning this game on Sunday, and I've got the Colts winning the AFC South. Column, who have you got winning this game? The Colts. Brian. Colts in a blowout. Marcus. Colts, Colts. Lads, I think that worked really, really well. It was a very uh, mature discussion. And now we're going back into deep discussion. And this is one of the games to talk about deeply. The New York Giants uh, are playing the Tennessee Titans. The New York Giants going into is it year four, I think, of Daniel Jones. Um, and obviously now they've got Brian Dable as head coach. Excited to see what happens there. He wasn't missed too much last night anyway in LA, that's for sure. Which is a good thing for them and for him. Call him um, Tennessee. It's going to be an interesting season for them because we're not sure if they can, con- you know, sort of continue that step towards AFC domination, or if they may take a step back. Could Derrick Henry play a full season? What are your thoughts in this game? By the signs of it, uh, it could be a really interesting one on Sunday. Michael, the placebo effect makes no sense. Dark matter makes no sense. Mike Vrabel makes no sense. Because Mike Frabel can just make, somehow make teams win. And that is an incredible ability as a, a head coach. Uh, it's a wonderful ability. And a lot of times you, you look at the, the Titans and you go, There's, they, they, no, they, should, they shouldn't. And, and they somehow do. Equally, you think when they, they should, they don't. Um, we have, we've seen good and bad. But if the Titans were to win uh, in the AFC South, they won the division this year. Mike Vrabel should be uh, coach of the year again because um, slowly, uh, bit by bit, they've had pieces kind of stripped away. And it happens when when you're successful. And Arthur uh, Smith going off to the Falcons was a, a huge loss. And Tannehill, it has been kind of the law of diminishing returns. I, um, it's a really big year for, for him. Um, it, it's a big year for Henry coming back off an injury and, and showing that he can um, still do it. For me, I suppose, I think it's for the Giants, and I know um, Brian has already kind of hinted that um, he, he believes, I, I just think this is a, a year where for uh, Brian Dable and for um, Joe Shane, it's a it's total, strip it down, find out what you have, find out who you're going to um, want to keep on the roster for next year because you're going to have a new QB in place. It's about some some of the young guys and seeing 
um, I, I, with um, kind of Ujolari and Thibodeau both lightly out, I, I just don't see a path to them really being able to, to stop uh, the, the Titans. I, I have no doubt that they will play for Dable. I've no doubt that the, they'll play, you know, throughout the, the entirety of the, the four quarters. He will have uh, them up for it. But um, Mike Rabel just seems to have an ability to get his uh, team to, to win. And if they're going to keep pace with the Colts in any way, shape or form, they will need that. So for me, I have the Titans winning this. Yeah, uh, Callum summed up very well. Like, from my perspective as a Giants fan, it's ultimately about what players are going to be there next year. This is a very young side, both offensively now and, and defensively. I mean, the secondary is very youthful and there's very little experience there. So that, that concerns me for Sunday. But I, I, I take comfort in the fact that we don't know what we're going to see from this Titans offense either because Traylon Bork is, you know, he's a first-round pick and once he's getting a lot of kudos, we don't know what's going to come of him. Robert Woods has come off a serious injury. He's now with a new team. and How quickly will he establish himself? But ultimately... You've got Derek Henry, you've always got a great chance. Titans are, it's strange because they were number one seed last year. And a lot of people, as we said, when we had Lindsay Jones on last week, you kind of forget that they were the number one seed because of the, the nature in which they went out against the Bengals. They are prone to losing strange games. They lost two games at home last year, one in week one, which I, um, I called at the time, which was a shock against Cards. And they lost a game in. Uh, really bad weather to the Texans, which was a huge shock. And, and those both scenarios are in play here on Sunday. They don't expect the Giants to win and beat them, and they're going to be playing in really difficult conditions. That might level the playing field in terms of giving the Giants a chance to win the game. From a fan's point of view, I want to see how this new offensive line plays, how Saquon Barkley looks coming back, and ultimately how Daniel Jones looks. But it's um, it's not going to be a win for the Giants, unfortunately. They, like, I think they'll play reasonably well. They'll hang in the game, but ultimately in the end, Derek Henry will get it done, and uh, I don't think it'll be the prettiest of game in bad weather, but Titans will ease, ease out in the fourth quarter with a comfortable win. Yeah, let's let everyone remember last season. This is the 4-13 and 13 Giants against the 12-5 and 5 Tennessee Titans, and whilst I think the Giants have improved, and I definitely think the Titans have disimproved, that's a bit of a chasm between the two. Um, the Giants, it's in with the old, out with the, sorry, in with the new, out with the old. Uh, it's a new head coach and GM, but it's also a new OC. It's a new DC. It's uh, everything is new. And that will usually, inevitably, often take some time to bed in. Of course, if you watch the game last night, you're kind of going, so we've got the offensive corner and the former assistant GM of the Bills. That's probably good for us for the future if they were involved in that. But it's about the future still. And the Titans, look, they're going to be hard hit, pressed to hit the heights of last year, but they've beaten the Giants six out of the last seven times they've played. They'll beat them one more time. The Giants have lost, sorry, the Giants have lost nine out of their last time, 10 opening games, and they're going to make that 10 out of 11 Titans for me as well. As a neutral, I'd love to see Saquon Barkley come back and, and play really well. You hear great things in preseason. Um, I remain to be convinced in that, in that sense in terms of the Giants. I think they're going in the right direction. They, they need a new quarterback. They need one that can take them to the next level. Um, I feel for Daniel Jones, this is it. And I guess they have to just roll with it this year. They've made two really, really good pickups in the first round with Kevin Thibodeau and Evan Neal. But looking more so at the Titans, who were the AFC number one seed last year. Uh, I like the combination of Robert Woods and the speed of Traylon Burks. When you have those options available, and even if the Giants defense does cover both of them on Sunday, you're still going to have Austin Hooper, 
like sitting there as well. So it's not as if they're going to be able to cover everyone at once. Ryan Tannehill's going to go off with a chip in the shoulder. Everyone's not believing that the Titans can go home in the AFC South. I think they'll win this game comfortably, to be honest with you. And uh, I think they get off to a good start. I do think the Titans will maybe falter towards the middle to the end of the season, especially if Derrick Henry cannot stay fit for the duration of the season, which remains to be seen. And we'll see what happens. In terms of uh, other games, we're going to look at the Green Bay game in a second on our next segment on the podcast. If you are listening, then thanks a million for listening or watching the show. If you're listening to the podcast, please do follow, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, please do like, share, subscribe, comment. It means an awful lot to us as well. Uh, a couple of comments there. Very quick, yes or no. Will uh, Barkley have more yards this year than Zeke? I'm going to say no. Colin. No. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. He will. I. I said it in the season preview show that I felt he would beat his fifteen hundred odd yards from his rookie year, and um, I do expect a bounce back here. I think he will. Zeke is going to share with Pollard. Zeke or Zeke going to get more carries. Okay, Brian. I'm Mark, but yes. All right, yes. Mark. Sorry, Mark. Mark yeah, it's been a long day. Okay. <laughs> 